Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for round 21. The shit dumper from Richmond Starburns is here, and I'm joined by the Mayor of East Geelong, Teach. <laughs> the bravest supporter of the Bravest Club, Collingwood, Morgan Ashley. Hello. From the Bulldogs, the tomboy deal lover, Ant. How's What's up? <laughs> What's up? I've got goo. From the Elizabeth Street 7-Eleven, we have our own North supporter, Dan. Hello, shit dumper from Richmond Starburns. What a fantastic name that is. <laughs> Mr. Moral Victory from St Kilda, Cookson. Hello, Sparkles. And the number one fan of Hawthorne's Power Ranger jumper penal. Hi there. Let's begin with goo or tears and who wants to go first? Penal, do you have goo this week, I believe? I I don't want to go first though, I want to go last because that's what people always do around here. Alright, I've got some tears and it's towards the Etihad ground stuff. You see what happened is they locked the Bulldogs in the change room at half time and seriously, not not a joke, they did not get out until three quarter time. (laughs) True story. But Melbourne only brought the margin back in five goals. Are they the same ones that locked Melbourne away for the first half? No, Melbourne were there. Don't be silly. Were you in such a rage that you had to start a fist fight with someone on level two at the stadium? <laughs> I sit at level two, right on the middle. Probably was you. Yeah, but I sit in the snobby area, so okay. no, it wasn't me. Does anyone else want to go next? I'll go with reverse goo. Reverse goo. Uh, well, this is new. Well, yeah, well, is this goo that goes back in? <laughs> <I'm just laughs> like you're uh, fapping to this picture, and then you think, oh shit, it's a dude. <laughs> One of my favourite players who actually spanked us in Cyril Rioli. Oh, I think you've cut Penal's lunch. Yeah. He, he, um, he, he kicked 36 points off his own boot yeah, but he, only cut and, uh, he put us to the sword. <laughs> but I, I really like him and um, yeah, we're fucking shit. So there you go. That's why you don't go last, Penal. Yeah. He took my fucking goo. Not the first time he's done that, mind you, but <laughs> <laughs> this time he didn't even ask. Mr. Aaron likes this. <laughs> Stephen Milne likes this. Who who wants to go next? I have uh, some tears. Tears of laughter because James Heard got smashed again. Eat oh, shit. Eat shit. What? Dickhead. So yeah, that was pretty hilarious for me. I loved his excuses at the end too. Oh, they're, they're, they're fantastic. It's, uh, they're so dumb. I think he must be trolling or he's just not even trying because he knows I'll lap it up. I've got coaching related tears as well. And my tears are, again, and this is a theme for Damien Hardwick. Like is it because he dropped Hampson? No, no, that was the only coaching move I liked. But no, I've given up on him 
seeing the man to lead Richmond to the promised land. Is the uh, promised land the second week of finals? At the moment, yeah. I'm not sure he'll get us that far, but no, I just don't think he's the right guy. He doesn't pick a side that can do the job. We skied over a very poor Gold Coast, and it's going to make him look good. And we'll probably ski over Collingwood and Essendon too, but against North and in finals, it won't be good enough. So, yeah, there's my tears. Stick fat, stick fat, Fifey. No. They're going to go far. You didn't pick McBean, sack they both mean support. So you want so you're hard for Hardwick, Dan. Uh, who's next? Who hasn't gone? I'll continue on the subject of coaching tears then and I'll bring some tears for Ross Lyon. Look, I don't think he deliberately tanked that game. Don't think he set out to lose it, but I don't think he's he's also not devastated about losing. You could tell from the press conference. But in two weeks he's gonna be pretty devastated about losing because they're gonna to lose to Port and they're gonna to lose to North and they're gonna finish third. So I've got tears for Ross Lyon and Fremantle. Aren't they only one win away from sewing up top spot though? Yeah. Yes. The, the mathematically uh, that doesn't yeah. work. They have to lose to someone else. See, they, um No no no, they're two losses away from finishing third and They've got a toughish draw with North this week and Port in Adelaide. I agree with Final. I reckon. Oh, okay. I'm shocked to be sitting here. There's a surprise. So is it on just on um, mathematically chances and all that? Are Richmond still mathematically a chance to finish ninth? Mathematically, yes, but. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's all we need to hear. Okay, move on. Mathematically, the Puffers can make the finals. So can we. Yeah, but you're ahead of the Puffers. Mm-hmm. We're a real chance. <laughs> you are no fucking chance. You know that. You shut your mouth. It'd be a brave win in the finals. <laughs> okay, uh, who's left? Morgs and Dan, I think, are left. I think I'm left. It's only a little bit of tears, and it's just an annoyance sort of thing that happens when you win on the weekend, yet you go down the ladder. It just That's frustrating. Well, you played shit. What do you expect? Yeah, but we still won, and we... You know. Yeah, we beat Hawthorne and went down a spot, so, you know. Well, you can't all win as well as we do. I mean, come on. Oh, not everyone can play fucking Melbourne and Essendon. And... Well, we, we, only, we only played three quarters. I mean, come on. <laughs> and finally, there's only one person left, and it's Morgs, and I think we know where this is going. I have goo. You have any left? I have got you. You've got to be joking. You're fucking I've... lost. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I have more goo than I've ever had before. The Rising Star nominee, and I am over the moon. Jordan Degoe, a goal, 12 tackles, 115 dream team, it's whatever. points. It wasn't this 17. Isn't... Shut up, it's my goo. I am thrilled by this. I don't even care about winning. Who fucking needs winning? This is better than any win we've had all year. Oh, magnificent. This isn't, this isn't the- Shut up, it's not yours. <laughs> this is not open for debate, you fuck. <laughs> at, at least have fucking goo over a real award. Fucking Reese Palmer won the Rising Star and he's a spud. Yeah. Well, we saw what he did on the weekend, didn't we? He's not winning the Rising Star. It's just a nomination, but it's oh, fuck just so you have a fantastic so He's not even as good as Reese Palmer. Oh, I'm saying oh, no, that. I'm saying that winning the award's nothing. I'm saying that we all know Jesse Hogan has the award stitched up. But unlucky. it's a poison chalice. Like that unlucky person... Carlton sucks shit. Cripps is not winning anything. But who would want to win the award? I mean, most most of them turn out to be shit trucks. Oh, um, yeah, the Rewalt Mitchell, they were pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, Buckley, Buckley, terrible, mm, oh. bad player. Most, I said, not all. Ben like the, Geelong, the Melbourne player, what's his name? Went to Geelong. Oh, Jared Buckley. Yeah, 
Jared Rivers. Yeah, him. And the Brisbane player from the other year. I mean, oh, okay. I don't kind of remember their names anymore. Fred Delidio won one. He's a bit I'm average. Oh, please, he 28 again. Delidio only won one because the KB didn't vote for no, Griffin. he would have won even if KB didn't vote. He still this had is not brothers KB tried to make sure of it, though. This yeah. is not about you cunts. Shut up. It's a no, waste of time. We like interrupting. <laughs> Oh. So, my guru is for Geordie. Congratulations. It's lovely that other people have noticed what I was the first person to be I on the bandwagon for. I didn't know until you mentioned it. Well, now you, you know. Even Short was the first person you know. to notice it. Short was the first on it. No, I was the one that was Short was also the, the first Collingwood supporter on here. Oh. And still the best one we've had. Well, go and get him back then, fuckface. <laughs> <laughs> you need to calm the fuck down, Oh, yeah, you're right. You're the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I'm sorry. I feel... I feel like I should check myself now that teachers put me in my place. This is getting a little bit hostile, and we'll segue that to the wild, wild west, where things also got hostile. Oh. Someone channeled their inner Luis Suarez. Mm. No, he, he channeled his inner Chris Lewis, not Luis Suarez. Huh? You'd be concerned if you were Subin, because where the fuck has Maston been? Fucking injecting rusty needles or that yeah, fucking like, shit. It's not the worst thing that's been injected by an AFL player lately. Well, technically he was no, masturbating, wasn't he? And, yeah, uh, so there was a bit of uh, chomping going on. Did yeah. it actually happen or is it just alleged so far? Well, Subin said he bit him and the arm disappears under his head. Like, it's almost and, like Subin hit him in the face and... And, his and the, re- the reaction, you, you hear it on the audio, Subin goes to the umpire right away and says, he fucking bit me. Not like Boomer Harvey, where it only comes out like 24 hours later. He's like, he pinched me 300 times. It reminds me of the Todd Viney, um, Chris Lewis one, where he does, he goes, he fucking bit me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Dirty um, West yeah, Coast yeah. player's name Chris. What, what are you doing? And, and yeah. Yeah, he's really gone against the West Coast club culture there because the club culture over there, which Sharrod Wellingham pioneered, is to only bite the pillows. (laughs) (laughs) To be be fair to the West Coast culture, I think Sharrod was biting the pillows long before he went over to West Coast. Yeah, no, that's why he pioneered the culture there. But yeah, that wasn't the only one. There's two direct to the tribunal. Has that happened been since this new system came in? Like, well, going direct to the tribunal is actually a win. I mean, look at Adam Cooney the other week. No, 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 no. On Silvani, who whacked him, they actually sent him there with a verdict. Serious? Like, he's guilty. They graded it so that he couldn't do the Cooney and plead it down to one week. They've actually sent it there with a grading, so he's going to get at least four, basically. Then again, he's not a 250-game player Brownlow medalist, so no. he doesn't really have any... <laughs> he's one of Ross Lyons' spuds. No, yeah. <laughs> he's a nice scapegoat. West Coast looks pretty... Pretty decent again. I mean, they just keep on winning and winning and winning. So, was it a tank? I reckon Ross did tank. No. I mean, he does he against would... Kilda every year. Just yeah, he not this year. year. Uh, I think it's. I think it's taking a lot away from West Coast to call it a Fremantle tank. I don't think. I going, agree. I, I don't think that even me, who's given them very little credit all year, I don't think they deserve to have that taken away from them and given the credit to Fremantle. Yeah. West Coast won and they deserve the win. Personally, I don't think they're that good. They've lost to Richmond. They've lost to Hawthorne. They've lost to West Coast. They should have lost to Richmond a second time. They've got North next week. If they lose that, all of a sudden the argument is, against teams that are reasonably good, they're not actually good enough to choke those better teams. They haven't kicked over 100 points in 12 weeks. They remind us of pretty much St. in 2010. I mean, they're lacking bite. So beat the shit out of crap teams, but against teams the same quality, they need a shitload of luck to win the flag. But they're not beating the shit out of crap teams. They're like getting... They were early in the goals, season. Yeah. Five goals to nil up and then yeah. maintaining that margin for the rest of the game. They're just coasting through. Mark which... at the bus in the 
mud. Pretty concerning. I think St Kilda 2010 are better than this current. Oh yes, St Kilda definitely better than 2010, better than this mob. Yeah. yeah. So um, there are some similarities. I mean, Frio's going to down because yeah, the game plan takes all the energy out and shit. Well, they don't have a key forward, so they kind of have to do yeah. this because Pavlich just isn't. He's cooked. Yeah. He's useless. Big nose is weighing him down. I think. <laughs> Anything else on that game? Look, the Silvati snipe was piss poor. The bite, if it happened to be a bite, it's even worse. It was victory like. Where's the kicking to Kennedy? I mean, how about the X's, West Coast? Jesus Christ. Hey, hey, the X's didn't need much help this week, Carl. Brisbane did it for all of us. We want it to be a smashing. I don't think Frio tanked. They would never have come out and said, we want to lose on purpose. It's just like... But they didn't have as much to play for, and it showed. They were just outworked by a team that was hungrier because they had more to play for. They lacked bite. (laughs) I think we've bitten off more than we can chew here. (laughs) (laughs) Someone always goes too much. Nothing else on that game, then. Because it was a pretty good game of football. West Coast scored quite well. They almost dragged Fremantle into a high-scoring game, but Frio just couldn't go with them. Well, you get that with Frio. Yeah, basically. And that's how you beat Frio. You drag them into a shootout, which is how they've lost their other games. Let's move on. And, well, after one week of, you know, Collingwood are back to being brave, which is what we know them for. You know, it was a pretty brave effort. You know, brave rising star nom in a loss. You know, they were pretty brave despite all those injuries Sydney had. Sydney had so many injuries, but it was Collingwood's bravery that really shone through. Don't you think, Morgs? Yeah, again, just so brave. It was really brave of Collingwood to kick all those behinds and let Sydney win the game. It was really Jesse White-like. Mm-hmm. Isaac Heaney <laughs> contributed to the behinds, but that's okay. We won't go into that. I don't think we ever deserved to even match it with them for three quarters, so it was probably brave of us to be in the game for that long. I always thought that they would kick away. Disappointing that they got all those injuries for them and still beat us, but yeah. Just, like, just on Collingwood, I mean, you look at Dane Swan's season. He's had a pretty good season. Very good season. For a guy that was so disappointing last year and those reasons may have to do with his body and the way that he treats him and that kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. and whatever. Maybe he... Yeah, we all know that. I wouldn't go as far to say that he's stopped that. Maybe he's just got a better dealer now. But, yeah, he's I mean, been fantastic this year. When we've absolutely lacked leadership all over the ground, he has been the one person who has stood up, hasn't really dragged anybody along with him, but has been a shining light at times. He's got to carry his own weight. He can't really carry And, and that's a lot of weight to carry. Yeah. Like, But still, it's, it's a good season. I mean, he could be a sneaky for the Brownlow, but it depends on the jump give him a lot uh, of Brutus. No, I don't think so. I don't think it's been that good, but there's not a lot of players that will take many votes away from yeah. him. It's and just you, and, you have been winning. And, and, and you have been brave a lot. No, we've Lots been, of two-vote games. Yeah, we've been really brave in that we haven't been beaten by a lot. Like I think there was the comparison of like wins and losses and that kind of thing, and we were even with Richmond in that like we haven't been beaten by a lot, and our wins have been decent. So, yeah. yeah you ha- you have there's, there's, there's a chance that he'll poll well, but he certainly doesn't deserve to win it. Yes, he does. You, you have the same British. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But then he, he's owed one that Judd took of him, so maybe. Anything else on that game? Look, the Colas look concerning. Despite yeah. the injuries, they didn't get far enough ahead, I don't think. If and Sydney well, don't want to give Tom Mitchell a regular game next year like they've done this year, he can play at North if he likes. No, he's too you, young. You want another too meat young, Too young. No, you guys have got to stop with this North being old bullshit. <laughs> North are old. Oh, They're not old. Have, have you seen the age difference on the... On yeah, I've seen your fucking graph posted a dozen times on big footy. <laughs> and who's... No. who's Who's old man North? No, no, no. Look, guys, there have been no retirements. North have po- stockpiled yeah, on the free if agents. Had, if you'd had the retirements, there'd be some youth coming through. Yes, but you're, all your players will retire at the same time. So which do you have like the best gap. youth or the best be no, pensioners? Which one is it? North have invested in the draft ever since Brad Scott's been on board. What have you drafted? They drafted 18-year-olds. <laughs> but your investments are <laughs> fucking... See, even, even Dan doesn't know 
heard their names because they haven't got a game yet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we got, got, they got fucking Ryan Bastanak. He's a star. Dan, seriously, why is Ryan Bastanak playing in the twos? Because he's shit. Why is he getting 40 possessions against Collingwood in the twos? And why is Turner playing in the twos? Better. See, I don't, I don't think that, that North lack youth, but they're not playing them. So that's my you issue with it. Like, the you've, balance you, between playing younger players and winning games of football. But you, but yeah, that's why you do play a younger player no. like fucking Kanye. You've, you've probably got that over <laughs> us at the moment that you you guys are winning games so you can pull that card and we're we're playing youth and we're blooding players but we're playing a long game and this is your long game this year is your long game this is it for you all in so, mm. all there's, in you're all or nothing there's no, there's no balance North, at North they yes they're winning like but four they're not five players last year and they had like three of them play in the final series last year yeah you but where are they now Dan banging up and down well they're playing Jesus, they're not Jesus, they're playing for where she's all over you like a rash man you can tell more <laughs> His experience with this argument. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she's, oh. she's got you, man. She's yeah. got you. Trust me, I've had this argument fucking more times in the last three weeks than I've ever wanted to fucking have it. <laughs> why you're playing Bastinac in the seconds, and why you're playing Dumont in the seconds, and why you're playing Turner in the seconds. They haven't been I... playing seconds for the whole year. Bull fucking like. shit. Turner has played <laughs> more games in the seconds than <laughs> any of our fucking debutants. Just because you rant and, and use colourful language doesn't support your claim. That's the <laughs> The statistics do. The stats do. Like, I don't have to swear and yell to be right. Like, I can just tell no, you the you, stats you, and how many times so they haven't played. Oh, because it just comes Persuade naturally. <laughs> You've been doing funny, Dan. Your team's old. All right, how do we score that one? I score it. I give it to Dan. I give it to Dan, I give it to Dan, too, actually. He fought back nicely with the you don't swear. But he went the man instead of the stats. You didn't at all come back with any anything that supported your claim or you did was attack no no he argued you it's like a hodgepodge is wrong but he still wins the argument that's okay I'll come back hodgepodge with some stats for you and actually win but where are they now I can tell you I can tell you they won they won on Saturday against Collingwood Reserve this is getting too main board yeah this is getting too main board kiss Stephanie go you pups whoever the fuck you are shut up Let's move on because I don't think we should talk about Collingwood anymore. I agree. Except just to say that Collars were concerning. I thought they were anyway. And the injury to Luke Park is going to fuck them bad along with the button one. Stick a fork in them, they're done. I also think that Nathan Brown was very, very lucky to only get one week for what he did. That was really ugly and I didn't like it. Stephen Bay's just going, what the fuck still? Yeah, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Mm. Let's go to Cats versus Hawks. All right. So, Penal. Cyril finally had a 12 disposal game that was good. Well, every Cyril 12 disposal game is good. You just haven't come around to that fact yet. No, he kicked six goals. He was impressive. He was good. He kicked some very good goals amongst that six. He got a couple of junk time ones. But the, other, the, the, the last, the last like two were junk time. Like a normal mid-forward does, he would have kicked 10 or 12 goals. He was almost as good as Wingard this week, so that was... Almost. That was something. Yeah, yeah was I something. Thought Wingard wasn't even the best player in his team. That was fucking Brendan Archie or whatever that guy's name is. Do you used to play cricket for New South Wales? That uh, Richard Cheekwe. Uh, <laughs> friends with Brad McNamara. Hi, Brad. I know. I just wanted to play that angle. Thanks for backing me in. <laughs> I must say, Grant Birchall played a pretty solid game. I mean, he was pretty decent for Hawthorne, but Geelong just looked a bit old, slow, and shit. To Geelong's credit, like they, they were in that game more than well. they thought should have yeah. they, they fought back well because at quarter time it was looking like another 110 uh, episode, but it was all off the back of fucking Selwood. And, uh, I must 
possibility. Yeah, really, no one else. Selwood did, and fucking Johnson were the only yeah, ones that say, turned Stevie up. Stevie J had a milestone game out, didn't he? Yeah, he kicked a couple of goals, but yeah, really concerning for Geelong that no young players really bothered to Wait, put so in much me effort. SJ in a milestone game where it's about him did well. Yeah, uh, who would have believed that? Yeah? It's almost like Boomer dominating his four hundredth. I must admit, it was a bit funny how Hawkins was having like a little punch on with Brian Lake. Meanwhile, the <laughs> game goes all the way around him, and we're Hawthorne bring it up to the other end. I mean, come on, you fat shit. At least fucking pretend to put defensive pressure. Oh, I liked how, um, I think it was Bender made the comment, just throw a pie in between them and watch it escalate. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Teach, do you have any thoughts on the game? Niffles? Right, so, now I can talk, right. right. You could have always just butted in, you know, you usually do. <laughs> we had one less scoring shot and we lost by over 30 points. So, we, so were, just, we were fucking shit. Bad kicking's bad football. Are you saying you were brave like Collingwood were when they uh, kick a lot of points? No, no. Cyril Cora is a new one. When the game was in the balance, Cyril just got a hold of the football and just finished the game. And that was it. I saw you at the game, Teach. You were shaking a baby. It wasn't very nice of you. <laughs> was that you shaking the baby, Teach? Shouldn't have done it, Teach. Oh, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. I didn't do that. I don't shake babies. I only put them in a dumpster. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I think no. Wouldn't he like chuck him overboard because he's on the houseboat? Just in the ocean, use him as bait. Children overboard, huh? Is this is, is this is our Tampa moment on podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so no, Hawthorne deserved to win. They were far better. What about your man and Kia? Like ninety one twenty. I mean, he played Kicked pretty shit. Sure. You mean Nokia Cockatoo Collins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was BT. he was shit ass. <laughs> he Same got with... corrected and then still did it like three more. He was times. a sub, wasn't he? BT needs to give him a, a nickname. Like um, he's called um Jake Stringer, Jesse Stringer every week until he decided to call him the package. <laughs> and that, that's insulting because Jesse Stringer is the guy who belted his missus. How about uh fucking Jesse Walker running around for the Geelong side? Look, I know his <laughs> name's fucking Josh, but I'm calling him Jesse because. His performance in the last quarter was Jesse-esque when he missed two said shots from straight in front and just sent him wayward and killed off any chance Geelong still had. Oh, Josh Walker, 12 disposals, 33% efficiency. That's Cyril-esque. Whoa, that's Liam Shields' numbers. Liam Shields had 80% efficiency this game (laughs) because it wasn't fucking raining, and it was raining last week, and that's why his numbers were a little down. You suck, Liam Shields. He's he's up back to his usual standard of 80%. So he should play at Eddie had more like North under Bradley. No, he's MCG, just normal conditions, but obviously there's a fucking swamp last week at Subi, so that's why his numbers were a little low last week. You suck, Liam. Shields cock every fucking week. That's why I said Liam Shields because I knew we'd get a reaction. We'd, we'd get a staunch defence, much like you give when someone has a crack at penal. Oh, Nokia Cockatoo <laughs> had 33% efficiency as well. Cockatoo com. So it was oh. a Nokia um, 33 then, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, 30, the 3310 version. Yeah. 33, did he have 10 disposals? Cause that was... No, no, he couldn't get that many. Don't be ridiculous. He only had six. I didn't realise uh, Bartel retired during the week. Like, <laughs> go out with a bit of fanfare, but no, he just all of a sudden I look at the game and he didn't appear to be out there. Still had 19 disposals. It's a bit unfair. How about you just? How about you just dream for 19? Yeah. How about you just get fucked, Bono? Was that an offer? Uh, let's move on to the other game on the Saturday night, and well, the Bryans buried Carlton, and in a result, I don't think anyone saw come. Like I thought Brisbane would win, but everything about this game was surprising. Mitch fucking Robinson giving it to his whole team. The rubbish bin. 
for the He's, champion. He stood up. He got 30-odd disposals, kicked off. Mitch Robinson has gone past Carlton. <laughs> He's been uncarlton We said Grig last week uncarlton Mitch Robinson uncarlton Fucking who else has been out of there from the X's? Uh, Seriously, Mitch Waits? Robinson's now the um, Brisbane seventh best player. I think he's way no, up. No, 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 seventh best is way too low. He's better. True, it's the Lions. But he was better than Rockcliffe. He's more effective, I think. Rockcliffe managed to get five inside 50. I saw that. Fuck, he oh, skied, didn't he? That's fucking <laughs> shocking, man. Oh, sorry. I sort of Carlton. I did a sort by disposal efficiency for the game, and Rockcliffe was the 18th most efficient for Brisbane yeah. with 66%. Still not as bad as Geelong. That's double. Where was Taylor Swift? I cannot Stop see. Hanging, hanging shit on Geelong. 71%. Bitch. Oh, that's <laughs> sorry for him. But I guess so. Um, who, who was the Carlton flog that wouldn't shake um, Robinson's hand? Oh, uh, Jamison. Jamison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like bad blood, hey? He's angry that he's still at Carlton. Yeah, he's, he's, angry, he's angry that Robbo got out and he didn't. <laughs> He's looked at the angry straight and going, that could be me. <laughs> I could have lied to the club. I, I could be in the second worst team in the league. But it's funny because now Carlton are on the bottom and Brisbane have done that by beating Carlton twice. It's just, <laughs> it's delicious. They've won three games for the year, tw- two against Carlton. I mean, Brisbane's defence really stood up for, well, Brisbane and as well as the Axis, so fair fucks to them. Yeah, well done Brisbane's defence, but really, when you're playing against Carlton, you should expect to keep them low. But how Carlton allow 12 goals in a row, whatever the fuck it was, to Brisbane? Carlton out front for a fair bit. Bit, yeah, they jumped out. They jumped out of the blocks. They kicked five of the first six. So five goals to one up. Yeah, they were ahead until midway through the second quarter, and then they just. And they kicked yeah, they... two more goals for the game. It was great. Like, mm. Not that I watched it. I just watched the scoreboard tick, and then tuned in for the lols at the end. That's the way to watch Carlton games. Yeah, and Brisbane too. The Giants stumbled out of the finals race. The puffer fish mathematically remain alive. They're still breathing. Anything out of that apart from yeah, Chad was good. He was almost oh, Chad, uh, Chad not quite as good as Cheekwe as we've heard, but um, yeah. Did he raise the bat, Cheekwe? Um, well, I don't know. Twenty and three is a century, isn't it? So did he twenty and three? Yeah, twenty five and three. Uh, uh, Cheekwe or whatever his name is. Oh well, yeah, that's Chris Rogers esque, as Hodgepodge would say. <laughs> no, it's Bradman esque. They were lucky to win court. Yeah, they were. Well, if Reese Palmer had to kick that fucking goal, did we all see that? Yep. That no, was the worst miss of the year. That's gone past fucking Vickery's one. It's not worse than weight, surely. A few weeks ago. Yeah, it's worse than weights. Um, it's gone past. There's another one this week that was. I, I know I know he won the fucking medal, but Josh Hill had a pretty shocking miss uh, in the derby yesterday. His was awful as well, but Palmer's was worse. Like, just, he didn't even need a bounce. He bounced after three steps and fumbled it. Like, he bounced and took three steps and bounced again when he didn't need to. Yeah, but Palmer's shit. Yeah, and he still kicked five goals. What the? Well, then that really puts Cyril's six goals in comparison right yeah, now. Yeah, you can, you know, GWS are a roughly similar position on the ladder to Geelong after all. Let's move on to, we'll go through some of the bigger thumpings by margin with the Crows first thrashing Essendon. Magnificent. Oh my God. Beautiful. Magnifique. That last quarter, did they not give a yelp? I couldn't believe when I saw that they'd gone to 100 points. What a fucking belting. I mean, Essendon's had three 100-point thrashings. One one to a top four team, one to a middle team, and one to St Kilda. It's going backwards. Well, when we uh, when we uh, 186'd Melbourne... Were they this bad? I reckon they are. I reckon they're just as bad. Mm. Well, the players are all arguing with each other according to Tex Walker. I would believe that. Yeah, I, I would mean, too. I, I, would, I imagine Goddard's given most of the sprays <laughs> too. I reckon Goddard's re- he's regretting Ruben Destiny. He's like, oh, no. So I wonder absolutely. if AFL is still telling the, the teams 
not to troll them about the, the drug taking. Oh, yeah, they told him not to sledge because Goddard had a cry. i got to be honest, did Goddard's melt? Like, like, I'd almost have a bit more sympathy for them if it wasn't Goddard melting, but Goddard, it was just sounded like a petulant child. I mean, I hated him at St. Kilda. He's sooking because he's got out of St. Kilda, and then he's gone to a club who's actually gone below St. Kilda and are more fucked. He's a shit bloke. He's, he's ruining and lamenting his decision. And yeah. taking it out on everybody else. Essendon has just gone so far backwards like Dyson Hebbel's kicking. It's just beautiful to watch. <laughs> Imagine if you were like one of the teams that lost to them this year. <laughs> Come on, no one's lost to Essendon this year, have they? No. I, I don't know. Penal, can you tell us? Well, because you do have them in round 23. Oh, that could be a wouldn't, brave game. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be brilliant? Unless you're Dick. brave. I'm always brave. Oh, can you imagine calling that one an honourable loss if you do so? I found a way to choke it and lose. No, only your team has lost to them out of all of ours. Thank you. Well, and cookies. Yeah, but that's because Adam Schneider's a fucking cunt. Oh, that's because they're not very good at football. Mm. Yeah. They did win by 100 points the next time just to really ram the message home, though. Yeah, they really rammed it home that time. Think anything else on that game? Look, Heard was shocked to be sitting there, as he usually is. No, but he still thinks he's the right man for the job. Oh, of course he does. This is James Heard. Yeah, yeah, James doesn't believe anything else. Essendon says that Darnest Things straight has got a great workout post that oh. game. Matter deluded fuckwits that are back out there. Hey, did anyone did anyone catch Melody Marty's some of Melody Marty's tweets after that game? Well, oh, is that when he said um something like who who did he blame for the died or was um he was having a crack at the media over Dean Bailey's death? Yeah, yes, he, that's right. He, yeah, that was just fucked up. Yeah, he basically attributed what's going on with James Heard to Dean Bailey. What a yeah. fuck, Jesus. What? God. Yeah, nah, he's he's a lunatic, man. So basically, he said, you know, the media killed Dean Bailey, and now they're going to kill James Heard. Oh, that's fucking. Low. Oh, Jesus, that is odd. Fucking Caro jumped out and pushed him off his bike. <laughs> oh, we all want to do that to James. Anything else on that? Look, the directive from the AFL not to sledge was pretty funny. It's like you say them not to sledge, they're going to sledge. They it's know like it's... Telling... Yeah, it's like telling people not to boot goods. You know, eventually that stopped them, but yeah, that those players will go up the crowd. saying, is everything all right? Is the AFL spoken to you this week? And you're not going to hold your hand as you walk out onto the stadium? You know, just little things like that. Speaking of sledging, did anyone catch Stevie J? And we've missed it. Give, oh, uh, the yes. With the yeah. knee at Mitchell. And Mitchell? then after the game, it's shake yeah, hands and laugh, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's how you take, you dish out the fucking sledges and you take it in good humour as well. Like, Mitchell had a laugh at the time and obviously shook hands after the game. Not like the fucking Essendon players having a sook and needing to well, no, you know, no, no, tell no. their Did coach the Essendon to call players sook after Mitchell's jibe or was it just the coach? Because uh, it the coach. Goddard like came out and said, yeah. oh, it's not on. So, yeah. So, two people who weren't injected with illegal drugs have complained about Mitchell's sledge, but no one uh, who was. You know, they, they seem to laugh, the guys that were injected. Yeah, they, like, they were it's, laughing. It's, it's, it's all the butthurt ones like Goddard and Heard who... Oh, well, no, Herb was injected. Yeah, but boner drugs are different. you got a lovely tan, though. <laughs> Yeah, that tweet from Marty was uh, like he did with Dean Bailey. Yeah, that worked out well. You helped kill Bailey. <laughs> no, he, he's drawing a long fucking bow. What's he going to, you know, where's he going to go next? You know, the funniest thing is Robbo follows that guy. This tweet gave Jim Stein's cancer. I mean, come on. It's oh. terrible. Let's move on. Dogs skied over Melbourne despite yeah, being locked out for a whole quarter. 76 to 2. Melbourne that was, was pathetic. I, I did like the fact that um we had more goal kickers than we had players under 50 games because unlike North we are a very young team um, another great thing about that game was Jared Grant 20 and 3 <laughs> that's 
that's an insult to Melbourne right there. Wow. Like, under Beveridge, just, just like all of our players, he's playing them to the to their strengths. Um, and yeah, we didn't turn up for a quarter. Went to sleep, then decided to turn on again. It would have been good if we played four quarters. Imagine what the score would have been. Well, you got your fucking head kicked. Two hundred to two, what? probably. Who got their head kicked in? Saints. No... <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeez, right on the, on the wake up? north. <laughs> The other good thing was we finally, our goal kicking was good. We were converting our shots. We weren't kicking a heap of points. So We did that too, and I was actually concerned because we did that against the Suns. I'm thinking, this better not be the game we kick straight against some fucking shitful opposition where it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're just going on strong. And again, the younger guys are still playing well. We had, I think, something like a couple hundred games less experience, and we averaged age. We were younger than Melbourne as well. So, you know, Melbourne on a young wow, side. that's brilliant. Oh, so you won, you won yeah. the main stat then. You yeah, were the youngest yeah. people on the we we got the best youth. I mean, you know, like the other end, we got Bulldogs down the bottom is the best youth, and like Old Man North up the top. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's also funny because Jack Watts was getting booed too, which is yeah. There's, there's yeah someone said, "Why is Jack Watts getting booed? Because they're all shit." I, 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 I wasn't sure who he was. I think it was mainly the Melbourne supporters who were booing. I don't know. It was. It's like it was. really like leave Watsy alone. And I, I noticed um, in the Essendon game, Joe Danaher was getting the Bronxies, which um, was harsh, but probably warranted for that game because it just wasn't getting near oh, it. I, I saw them booing um, again, actually. But, um, but Mel- Melbourne supporters were actually full on booing Watts, which is, but, yeah, um, Watts was one guy. of their better players. I mean, he made a, a stupid error which cost them a goal, but other than that, he was one of their better players. I mean, they made pretty well, too, to double up on the day. Like that, um, what's his name, that oh, bald knot? Oh, that was shit. very good. That was good. That deserved more laughs. <laughs> but do we want to discuss that, the women's game? Melbourne, at least Melbourne's women's team are undefeated. That was actually a good game, man. And I, I, apparently, um, because the the, I think it was the second quarter went 60 seconds, 90 seconds too long. They ended the, the final quarter by you know 90 seconds early, right when the Bulldogs were charging. Oh. So we could have won, but they finished the game early. Moral win. We had the moral oh, win know. in the women's game. And the other great thing about that game, its ratings were better than the Essendon game. <laughs> How the fuck does that happen? Yeah, I read about because that. Because <laughs> more people want to watch women play football than watch cheating pricks like Essendon run around and the Falafels. Or was it Gold Coast? I can't. <laughs> It's one of those pretend teams they're playing against. They're playing against the Crows. Adelaide. One of those pretend teams, franchise, <laughs> West Horsham, um, whatever. Let's move on, and well, Richmond, Gold Coast. There's not much to say here. We kind of put the foot down in the second half, but we're pretty shitful early. Because um, if I Gold Coast kicked straight early on, on, they would have been in front. No, they wouldn't have. Yeah, they, they missed some stupid shots. They, they, they missed. Was... They missed. The Lynch missed one. That was about it. We were still, oh, we were still five goals up for most of that first half. Yeah, but they had more of the play. They just weren't. They weren't kicking goals. You guys turned it on in the second half. Didn't play very attractive footy either. It was kind of. Uh, it was a nothing game. Like it was an ugly Richmond game, really. Oh fuck off! We kicked twenty three goals or whatever it was, twenty two goals. Who were your best players, Starburns? Greg. Greg. <laughs> Dustin Martin, twenty and three. Um, yeah, game. Like it was just there weren't too many spuds. But that's what happens when you play a team like the Suns, who are just they're shocking. Like Charlie Dixon, I can't believe that guy's still getting wheeled out for game after game. He could barely walk in the second quarter. Like in the last half, Rance just ran off him at every opportunity because he couldn't chase. Um, Trying to keep his trade value high. Yeah, that's um, that's a Rodney Ede thing. He play, he often played um players injured at the Dogs when you just think just rest the poor guy. That's totally Rocket Ede. Got nothing to add on that game. It was nothing. We won by 80 points. Never felt in danger, but it wasn't particularly interesting until the last quarter where they piled on eight goals, pretty nine goals, pretty seamlessly. How many did McBean kick? We didn't get fucking picked. Oh. 
Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. So do you reckon see, you would've, you would've... Our, our, co- our coach is a bit like Brad Scott. He don't like the youth either. Oh, or your youth so is languishing in the seconds. You don't play no youth. No. Hey, but at least your um, youth no. play for Richmond, not, you know, 20-odd reserve teams like, you know, the young guys from North now. No wonder why they can't get a game because who, who the hell can keep odd. track of which team they play with? We, we, have a, we have a reserve side for each player on the list. <laughs> Magic door plays for Barwin. <laughs> Actually, maybe we're being too hard on North. Who the hell has time to see every single game they play? We half of them. We have an each player. Suze looks after the player that plays for North Ballarat. Yeah, Suze has a hand in some of those VFL sides as well. <laughs> Let's just go straight to North versus St Kilda. St Kilda were up and then they just stopped and it was... Just... Oh, but, but St Kilda... Yeah, the retiring just... home North Melbourne players did all right, didn't they? Um, Brian Bassnack <laughs> didn't play if you didn't know. I, I noticed I noticed Zeebel can't help but snipe people though. Is well, he, he can't he, do anything he else, just, can he? He is just Lee Matthews Mark II, fat sniper. <laughs> fat, fat plotter who hits people. But um, at least Lee yeah. Matthews did kick goals. What the fuck does Zeebel else do? What does he do? <laughs> He's he he was very him. lucky, very lucky to only get a week as well for that. Not much out of that. North got a comfortable win down in Tassie. North got, got a comfortable win at home. That's what you said, yeah? Well, no, 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 because Tassie's not their home. It's Hawthorne's home. Well, I have to say, this, the second week week in a row, um, North haven't looked that crash hot going into the finals. I mean, I don't know. A bit of, con- bit of concerning. The old men are running out of steam. Yeah. And you win six games in a row. But it, you've been playing pretty ugly. St Kilda really pissed it away in front of goals. Like, they could have been probably... 50 points up at one stage where they had the, all the play but just kept kicking points. Yeah, that yeah, was... Because they were like... Well, kicked like uh, three points in a row, didn't he? Two points. Yeah. It's just winning, bad winning. kicking, bad not football. Totally bad kicking is bad football, yes. But um, on the positive side of that... You're not going to see free-flying footy when you when you play finals. It's going to be contested, flog, low-scoring games. What, but like the grand final last year? That was pretty free-flowing. I thought Port Adelaide Hawthorne was pretty free-flowing too. Yeah, well... when The, the goo was free-flowing. Because we... Cause we we drag other sides up to our level. Obviously, didn't drag Geelong far enough up this week, but you know, generally oh, we, we, we make teams play good football. Except Geelong. This is the quietest teacher ever been, but he weighed in there. What do you Gen think, arc? Teach? What do you I think? That the- the teams that are um, uh, setting themselves for finals have been going through a real um, training load. <laughs> training load, yep, due to the weather. Is this Frio's latest excuse? It's not tanking, it's training load. No, it's re- just a training we've load. Been, because we've been resting they're, they're, our players and winning over 60 points a game. We they're, trying to get ready for, <laughs> they're trying to get ready for finals, so let's see what happens. You're just on the North bandwagon, though. North one thing, I, one thing that was great youth. about one thing that was great about the Saints almost game and was watching the the game day thread and plugger going <laughs> off his neck. <laughs> that was good to watch. He went Boomer's too high for a kick where he ducked into it was disgusting, but God Plugger's reaction was hilarious. It made it worth it. I will, totally would have said that was a free kick if I was on at that time. <laughs> I'd already raged about it. And then I see Pl- and then I see Plugger raging right underneath. I was like, oh Plugger. Oh, doesn't he just he just fucking melts. Everything's umpires. But oh, the fun- yeah. The thing is, he complains about the umpires and all the Norfie minnows come along and go, free kick counts 20 to 18. It's like, oh, umpiring shit fights are the worst. But fuck, it's, it's funny. It's like this cripple fight. All right, so we move on to the first of the talking points. And the biggest news today, as it is always when an empire falls and a dictator's overthrown is James Hurd is finally gone from Essendon. The Reich is over. And just to help us out with this and the other big news as well with the TV rights, taking off the green vest, we have Hadouken. Hello. And Paddles. Hey. So, yeah, we'll begin. Hadouks, were you shocked to be sitting there? By now and after the last few weeks, not really. No. And in fact, ah, oh, smell that clear air. It's great. <laughs> clear air was the word of the day, wasn't it? The phrase of the day. <laughs> 
anyone sort of following my posting, why you would do that, I have no idea, but would see that I sort of effectively threw in the towel after the St. Kilda loss. I had just been following your posting. Watch DJ Knight. DJ. <laughs> DJ's following every Essendon post, and it's nothing special. Yeah, so really, I think anyone could have seen this coming with all the other crap and then the losses on top of everything. The one thing that he had going for him was the actual reasonable results in 2012 and 2013 where the team played okay. Now we're playing like shit. And you were playing well before the wider appeal, obviously. Yeah. Well, we heard about that today. I'm no expert psychologist, but whatever that did completely, when they announced the appeal, it just fucked everyone. It took a good 12 weeks to really hit though didn't it and funnily enough it was almost when Joe Watson threw the towel in yeah when he he was this kind of spiritual leader I guess of the group when he threw it in that was that I thought BJ was after last week um, no, BJ's the enforcer <laughs> he's the angry ant you know one of the kids picks on paint I'll say finish. You're like you're like yes. poor little not letting Herd finish his contract. I'll say this. Well, that, today that's was... the other piece of information that's just kind of gone under the radar is Little standing down as well. But he's not going now. But yeah, but the water like, deal or mm. like yeah. Well, he wants to. He said he's going to hang around until he's sure they've got the right coach and the right new chairman. Um, although what say he's gotten who the new chairman is, I'm not sure how that works. But apparently. Apparently yeah. it's Lindsay Tanner. Yeah, the former Labour MP, I believe. Oh, that'd be right. oh, what I don't a know much about him. I'll say this, well, though, but today was probably it's like... Jeff Kennett. Today for Essendon was like the Shawshank Redemption when Andy went through all the shit. Right now they're all <laughs> salvating They've washed the themselves with the soap, are they? <laughs> yep. Well, well, well honestly, clean, I don't The think clean soap of clean air. Handled it better. Did, did you hear Bomber on 360? He was saying it's not going to give him any clear, clear air. He was... Not Bomber, sorry, Robbo. He was going to say... <laughs> going to turn out worse for them because they shouldn't have sacked her. Civil war amongst Essendon fans, he said. If you listen to the actual press conference and you listen to Robbo when he's asking questions, <laughs> he asked the same question four times. And, and each time there's a little tremble in his yeah. voice. Yeah, well, and each time because he's trying to pin it back on, the, did the AFL do this? Are they the evil overlords of everything? It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, Robbo, let it go. Move on. We're sick of your drunken shit. Go and resume sucking off Waitley or whatever it is you do in your spare time. He was especially drunk. He does today, love him, Robert. does he? Yeah. He sounded it. He wasn't the only one, though. There was membership destructions and the Darndest Things thread was... And whatever the fuck Aaron was doing. <laughs> what the fuck was Aaron doing? That was like some tarred mating call or something. <laughs> Did VJ Knight answer? Yeah, I don't know what that was. I think he was kissing her goodbye, but it was decidedly creepy. I actually thought Herd actually handled himself pretty well. He slipped up a few times, though, when he meant to say, like, he dropped the eyes or me's a few too few too many times <laughs> it was heavily stage managed obviously with the whole you know non-disclosure was, about was how much it's been paid and again hanging around in the background giving evil eyes to everyone involved no but Zaharaka's giving evil eyes and it was funny he appeared to be giving her death stares as he kind of made himself out to be a martyr and then later on when Herd's talking about all the players he drops a reference to Zaharaka's having been soft and how he had to tell him off for a few times <laughs> it's just like well I wonder who I'll say this now I predict David Zaharaka Zaharakis does not play for Essendon next year. Really? You think yeah. you don't think a coaching change will do it? No, I think he'll be traded or put on the trade table and somebody will take him. Okay, that's interesting. I'm waiting for when Jake Carlisle walks. Oh, he's going to Carlton almost. Yeah, when, when he walks, I'm waiting for certain types.
perhaps to blame that on her getting sacked. I think Robbo <laughs> will do that. There'll be some serious revisionist uh, oh, written. Yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently that was, that was one of the things that Carlisle said to Tex during the Adelaide game because they played on each other and Carlisle apparently said, yeah, I'm not enjoying footy at the moment, but I'm not going to be here next year, wait, so who cares? He said that. This came out today, yeah, that apparently that was the line he said. Uh, I heard a story during the week that Carlisle approached Buckley about six weeks ago about coming to Collingwood. I think he's been shopping himself around yeah. like crazy. Yeah, and that, that was exactly what he was doing. He was shopping himself around, asked if there was any point in his manager talking to Collingwood if we had the salary cap space for him. He, he's been sniffing around getting out all year. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, ever since we worked out, he was a shit house forward. But still played him there for about six weeks longer, hoping it wasn't. Any club that wants his 12 behinds a year is welcome to it. Can we North. do a straight swap for Jesse White? <laughs> how, how, how many goals did he actually put? This, this is where I'm at with him. How many goals did White kick last year? Are you, are you contemplating his Hadouks? Uh, yeah. Doesn't he have like 28 <laughs> this year or something like yeah, that? Yeah, well, Hadouks is in charge. He's, he's the one. <laughs> yeah, he's the new president, didn't you know? Yeah, he's running the trades. So uh, put him a case. <laughs> so, yeah. It's not very convincing, but I can get you some numbers. So let me, let me get this straight. Essendon stopped playing Carlisle forward after he kicked about sort of five goals 30 and have replaced him with Hooker, who's kicked about six goals 40 in his oh, final forward. Maybe they need Lloyd to teach them all how to kick. Right. Or maybe they could play oh. defenders as defenders. White's kicked 23-19. That sounds surprisingly good. That sounds that like good for Collingwood. So Hadouken, yeah. how do you feel about the events of today? I'm actually quite calm. Initially, there was a little moment of, oh man, I mean, when a club legend comes back the way Hurd did, everyone's like, yes, here we go, this is it, you know, he's going to be awesome again. I, I know every club's gone through it with Buckley and Voss. And oh, ours wasn't a club legend. Jim Watts. Terry Wallace, um, the Messiah. <laughs> Melbourne's got that with Ruse at the moment, too. Yeah, you have that new coach smell. You're like, ah, oh, everything's great. And then it all just went completely to shit. And all I can say is being an Essendon supporter over the last three years has been a very interesting experience. For the most part, it hasn't been that bad. You get, a bit, In fact, it's mostly been boring because people just say the same shit over and over and over and over again. Hi, BJ. Um, <laughs> the point where you, each time we lose or anything like that, you log on and go, all right, here we go. Let's just see what the latest round of punches. Has anyone got something actually original or interesting to say? Every now and then someone did, which was always actually kind of entertaining. But yeah, now that he's gone, it feels like, ah, the weight's off the shoulders. I think the weight's off the shoulders of the bay a little bit too. Well, now we get to focus on the other things that traditionally matter, like how shit at Carlton. Yes. Essendon's the low-hanging fruit of trolling and has been for three years. Heard in Essendon. I'm pissed off at Essendon. You have really taken away from the light that should have been shined on Carlton. So (laughs) sit down and behave yourself so we can laugh at them from now on. Some pretty average trolls have got some decent mileage out of Essendon at times. Oh, and guess who's going to be the caretaker coach? Oh, yeah, yeah what's it always comes back to fucking Geelong with you, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can say a lot about Essendon as a team, but our backline is pretty good, and he's our backline coach. Now, how well that will translate into midfield coaching and head coaching and all that, I have no idea. They've been pretty explicit this is a temporary job, and really three yeah. games isn't enough to I wouldn't expect wow that. anyone either. He is one of the favourites, though, at least with the bookies, and I guess speaking of club legends coming back, one of the other favourites with the bookies is none other than Kevin Sheedy himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's already been floated on Bomber Blitz a few times. <laughs> Did anyone not pay attention to Carlton's year? Bringing in a guy, an old guy who was once a coach, isn't going to. Oh, no. 
Don't if bring old legends name. back. Even, even me, who's enjoyed the lols of this a lot, says, no, don't bring Sheedy back. But you oh. might keep it in the family, because Matthew Lloyd's brother. Oh, Brad Lloyd, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Simon, Simon you isn't it? Bring Sheedy back. You really wouldn't. No, if I had to pick a name, if she said, Hadouken, you're in charge, pick a coach, and because frankly I am, I'd say Stewie <laughs> Jew. Stewie in charge Jew. of trading anyway, Hadouk. so you've got Jesse White now. Awesome. So, Stewie Jew, though, that, that's interesting, because if any coach of yours ever needed AOD, it would be Stewie Jew. <laughs> all the players would want to come and play for us because Stewie Jew brings the hot bitches. <laughs> yeah, but he does eat plus, all the pies. Yeah, plus, plus after the games, he'd bring, he'd bring in Hungry Jacks. <laughs> Don't you laugh about it, Teach, because if Stewie Jew goes to Essendon with those kind of standards, Tommy Hawkins is jumping ship. They're going to salt their forward line probably <laughs> in the one fell swoop. Anything else? Is there anything we haven't covered? Well, well the explosion <laughs> of dickhead media commentators coming out and saying, oh, how amazing it was heard, how great is he? Or John Eyebrows, I'm a fuckwit Ralph has already come out and actually <laughs> written a, an article which basically says it was the best thing Hurd's ever done in the sort of, you know, course of his coaching career. It was the first time he really did something that was visibly um, Not less about him. Yeah. <laughs> Selfless. Selfless. Yeah. Selfless is the word, yeah. It's very brave, actually. Very, very brave. Colin- Probably not Collingwood brave, but pretty brave. Yeah. No one's oh, Collingwood Don't stretch brave. it. Yeah. Jeez, guys. So I think the, the best might still be yet to come because now that Hurd's kind of free of the club, free of the AFL, yes, he's probably signed NDAs and stuff, but I reckon he's so, going to drop a few five, bombshells yeah, on a few people. Wait for a bomb to drop. Well, he's, he has said that he will not do that whilst this shit's still hanging over the players. So it'll be interesting to see if he actually holds to that because which, he was... Well, which means he's waiting for Fletcher to retire, which means it's going to be... <laughs> 25 years. Um, <laughs> there's going to be a shitload of money to come out of this down the line, though. I mean, Heard will have a book. Every player will have some form of book or media deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bomber will sell. Well, fuck, whatever. they gave one to Martin Hardy, so it's not, not bad, exactly high. It's not, he's not a bad media performer, so he's going to get a gig. Oh, he won't get a gig. No one's going to touch him. Teach it eventually, but it'll take a while. D- depends on the wider outcome. If any player gets banned as, at the CAS, then no one will touch Heard, but if they get off then yeah maybe in two three years I don't think anyone's going to touch him anyway because he's proven that he's kind he can be and this is the word he used to describe himself today um, can be belligerent like if he doesn't get what he wants with someone he'll you know he'll he'll go down the legal path he'll aggressively do it and, you know he won't tone things down yeah, think but, that, that, you know he stands out in that regard no one else in AFL circles is ever belligerent or Eddie Maguire or anything like that but Eddie Maguire gets yeah okay. and Andrew Pridham <laughs> Anything else on that? It was interesting how he wanted to make sure to paint himself as a martyr, though. See you in 2016, and now all the excuses if you lose to us, the tears will begin. Yes. Also, there's been um, tributes for going on for her on Facebook, just people putting out their peptides in the front yard. Put out your peptides, wasn't it? Oh, and yeah, for the record, for the record, that Stand By Heard song, dude, the YouTube video, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Let's go to the TV rights. $2.5 billion over six years, which is hefty. No selling off of the fixture, no. And finally in HD. And finally in HD. Even though there's a bit of confusion over when HD will arrive, but we're going to get it once that ticks over. It fucking 
disgusts me that in 2015, 2015, we, this is even a thing. This is an argument that people have to consider. Will the grand final be broadcast in HD? Yes or no? Why do I mean, people have to think about it? Get your shit together, Australia. 2015, it should be um, broadcasted in 4K. In, in 3D and shit like that, yeah. Oh, so, 3D is a wank. But it should be, yeah, should, 3D is a wank. It fucking... should be broadcast in 4K. What, you, you want a Power Ranger jumper to jump out at you? <laughs> is it weird if I say yes? <laughs> Very weird. It's two okay. million a game, pretty much. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So that includes GWS in uh, Melbourne. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> wow. Your future's secured there, Cookie. Boom. Well, I know that, Teach. Our future's been secured for quite a while. How is New Zealand anyway? <laughs> All the fucking sheep, I suppose. Orcs and Be- fucking wizards tend to interfere. Beats playing games in fucking Geelong. Will this progress the AFL's decision in buying out the Etihad Stadium in advance? Right, actually. Yeah, that's a lot of money to buy out Etihad with. Well, that's a lot of money to put into the poor teams so the other teams don't have to support them. Maybe we could start getting proper you know, games like on Friday nights and we can support ourselves. Well, that'd be nice. I'm, I'm all for equalisation that way. My concern is, though, with that amount of money Seven are spending, will they put on the same teams week after week? The AFL maintain control the fixture and after having seen this year I think the AFL would tell Seven we're a bit of a better judge of it than you okay <laughs> Carlton aren't going to be good this year trust us on that give some to the exciting dogs so they can play indoor football on Friday nights so this, Carlton should never get a Friday night game again no Carlton should not get one until they actually win you know no they should never get one ever games. again ever again okay ever again <laughs> You made your point, man. Come Ever again. Come the fuck down, son. <laughs> All of you. Just, sorry, very quickly. Carlton, from the Essendon Football Club, congrats on your wooden spoon. <laughs> but yeah, this is a lot of money. Like, the Players Association are going to want their cut of the pie, and the rights deal has just about doubled from last time. The other revenues aren't doubled, so you can't expect the cap to double, but it's a lot of fucking money to spend, even once the players take their share. It's a big increase. Yeah. I mean, it's a what? massive deal. Just financially, it's huge. And it's left the NRL just gobsmacked. Like, Bomber Blitz has been melty today, but I think League Unlimited have given him a real run for <laughs> money, especially when Rupert Murdoch paddles his friend said, who he was personally in the press conference, which was interesting. The, the best so, thing about League Unlimited when it's melts, it's like a room full of teachers all just smashing away at the keyboards going, fucking can't When he said that they preferred to have the AFL rights over the NRL ones, that was their preference. And you could just hear Roy Masters just <laughs> putting his shoe through the television. Well, normally he just writes an angry article about herd at that point no can't <laughs> was Rupert there Rupert was in the presser oh, oh, the old sack yeah, of pad- shit paddles if there. you had a known you could have gone down there with a shotgun Rupert Murdoch saying that would you consider that a bit of a parting shot because didn't News Limited lose control of the NRL they did yes. yeah. so I reckon but, he's still a bit bitter oh, of course he's a bit bitter but it, it was still a fair whack like they're not going to spend as much money the NRL have already sold their rights for the same period for much much less like they're going to have to sell the bad half to Foxtel and they're not going to even get close to making up the gap. They'll probably only make up half of the gap as it stands. Anything else on the TV deal? Yeah, they said there's 11 less games per week or something. On free-to-air. Sorry, sorry, 11 less per year on free-to-air. Unless Foxtel on sell the Saturday afternoon games, which would mean 22 more. So we'd actually have more games than last time. But they'd be on 10. Actually, has anyone considered, are they changing the commentary team? Nothing's been specified. There's a rumour that Dennis is standing down at the end of this rights deal. And I think Bruce is following... Sorry, 
say that again. Fine. Yeah, no shit. Say that again. We're going to see more Luke Darcy. He'll be fucking saying everything again because yeah. he's only got like two lines that he trots out, which is like brave and fucking I love inspirational. The way he goes about it. I love the way he goes about it. That's his number one line. A time is approaching where Hamish romping wins McLaughlin will be the most tolerable commentator on Channel 7. Anything else on TV, right? Honestly, if Fox tells on sells it to a freeway network the Saturday afternoon game, I reckon it's a good deal. Mm. Any last words on Herd as well? Farewell, James. You were awesome. <laughs> and he will return one day. One day. What like Jesus or King Arthur. will come back somehow. And Robbo will be waiting. Is Robbo right like now it. smashing out the Essendon Bible? Oh, this is... Nah, uh, Robbo's at the pub. He died for our sins. <laughs> oh, Robbo's... Today's like a wake for Robbo. Robbo's smashing a bottle of bourbon right now. <laughs> As someone said today, I hope Robbo's not alone because he'd be on Suicide Watch. And the comment was, no, he's got Mr. Beam and Mr. Daniels with him. <laughs> the only thing I'm fairly certain is he doesn't have a woman with him, so... He's got his own mad tits to play with. That's <laughs> disturbing. Let's move on to the next talking point, which is, well, the Colas are sooking again over... Over the trade ban. Uh, um, you've been working so up on the um, the mainboard flogs, haven't you? Well, yeah, fat chalk. Well, there was a couple of them who were having a go at you over you saying that um their CEO was attributing it to goods, and they're going, "You didn't say that. It's a separate speech." <laughs> <laughs> that I made the James Heard Anzac medals in his writ comment. Apparently, <laughs> mods aren't allowed to have an opinion. Yeah. So. But back to that, it's unconstitutional. Apparently, no, no, no. They had something to retain players. They deliberately exploited did it, which, let's be honest, every club would do. Yes, and clubs have done with tanking and other yeah. things But like still, that. they bit off more than they could chew, and the AFL said, nah, fuck you, eat a bag of dicks. Like, you know the trading future picks? Yeah. One week after they brought that in, this week, the AFL closed a loophole, because they realized, I think they realised someone was going to try and scheme on academies or father-sons, and go into, like, some kind of deficit on the point system for that. And they realised they left a loophole, they closed it a week later, obviously someone, maybe it was Sydney again. Gold Coast and GWS were are pretty good at doing the loopholes why they kept trading the mini picks to each other yeah that's true GWS tried to get O'Meara back but yeah they're just looking like Cookson you said it how are Sydney they're yeah, oppressed yeah like they believe they're oppressed it's just like they bite the hand that feeds them and then they fucking cry they're just a bunch of bleeding hearts with the emphasis on bleeding I mean Hello, last week. <laughs> oh, no, no, we're not going there again. Why? Wow, we could go there once a month. <laughs> Very good. The cold is being oppressed. Like, that's just another one of them AFL myths. And got a new segment which we're going to trial out. It's going to be Flogcast Mythbusters. And are the Colas an oppressed team? Myth, plausible, or confirmed? What do we got? Fucking myth. 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 Is it busted, confirmed, or plausible, penal? Busted. The Colas are about as oppressed as fucking my left testicle. <laughs> which gets more love than the right one. I don't know where I was going with that. I should have thought what of a joke your, first. Teachers are left. What is, your, what is your left one gets more love than the right? We should be asking you that. I hear he's left-handed. So did you bust a nut there, um, <laughs> Penal? Is that why the left one gets more love? The left one is busted. I'm going with busted, but I'm very concerned about... I think uh, this segment is busted. Yeah, it's busted. I'm, I'm concerned that you're concerned about his testicles. I've got one more myth, actually, though, that we'll try. Cyril's 12 disposal games are worth exponentially more, like the commentator says. That myth, is it busted, confirmed, or plausible? Confirmed Cyril's a jet, because you saw his 12 possession game on Saturday night. Best player 
on the ground. A lot more effective than any of those jokers on the Geelong side who had 30-plus. I mean, look at the Essendon game. Goddard had 34. Who had a better game, Goddard or Cyril? Well, I didn't see Cyril uh, pointing at people. This. I'm not going to say busted, but I'm going to say plausible because every so often Cyril kicks six goals to make those 12 disposals look okay. It's a week-by-week basis. Oh, this week, it can be that. confirmed, but yeah, for every other week, it's busted. I have to say confirmed because he, he ripped us a new one on so Saturday. So if Cyril next week comes, I guess, 12 disposals, doesn't score a goal, does piss all, would you still stick with your confirmation? Oh, no. <laughs> I, well, I, yeah, I think... Teeth flip-flops more than anyone. I think you yeah. have a good point, Cookie, and it is a week-to-week basis, so, you know, plausible is most accurate. I'll, I'll step down from the goo podium. Wow. Wow. Did you it, slip it, off it? No, it's because my left nut's busted. I can't do any more. He couldn't take any more pain in his left dimmy. Hawthorne <laughs> are likely to finish third and play an away final first up. And this is interesting because if they play West Coast, they'll have to work at their clash strip, which... What's Hawthorne's clash strip, everyone? Oh, Power Rangers. Ranger. Power Rangers. Go, go, Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Ranger time. In finals. Oh, I hope you play West Coast in the grand final. I'd love to see you wearing that or grand final. What a great look for our sport. It will have... Finally, AFL will have overseas recognition and acclaim. If we get Hawthorne out there in a final, in a grand final, wearing that masterpiece work of art, I can't wait. You put that on our greatest stage is an insult to anything that this league has stood for. It's an insult to anyone's fashion sense and to our eyes. If they three-peat in that jumper, they're going to look the same as the confetti. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not biting, get fucked. I'll be in the ground on the day watching us win it, wearing that jumper. Yes, but when you watch it on repeat, you have to go, oh, shit, we won it in this thing. It's like wearing a pink polka dot shirt winning a flag. It's just... It's like winning your only flag and wearing a Collingwood jumper. Or wearing... (laughs) winning. Winning your only flag and it being in black and white. Uh, there's colour images Whoa, of us. You just, so can't, there you you just can't help it. <laughs> Sorry. Also, we we did it because that was a tradition back then, and the only reason why it got important is because St Kilda's Premiership is worth more than every other Premiership combined. Quality over quantity. Who said Thank that? Thank you, Plugger. Plugger. Let's move on. And during the week at Richmond, there was a fire, which apparently a bunch of house spontaneously combusted. <laughs> was Dustin Martin like trying to cook some uh, drugs or something? There was a meth bust out the back. Was he even the meth lab or, you know, the manure. Something quite a lot. The microwaving gone wrong. What Richmond got to hide? It wasn't like it was Essendon <laughs> trying to burn there. So what actually happened? Dusty was having a smoke out the back and flicked his cig- ciggy on the towels or something. <laughs> well, they, they don't know. It was just a basket of towels and it caught fire and they don't know how. Someone's flicked a cigarette. It has to be something stupid like that. You'd think so. Like, how else does that happen? It's just fucking bizarre. Maybe someone pulled an awesome cool prank. Question time. First, this one's from Smeghead. Should Ken Hinckley be watching his back next year? for a possible Ross Lyon takeover? Not a bad call, but no. I think that Port are just having a bit of a downer year and Ken Hinckley will be our guy. But Lyon's looking for his next mark. And Adelaide seems like a place that a grub like Lyon would want to live. (laughs) So I don't think Lyon would go to Port Adelaide because Port Adelaide have no money and Lyon is a money-grubbing whore. Melbourne had no money either. They got the AFL to buy them a $1.5 million coach. Yeah, maybe maybe Puffers can do that Yeah, but the AFL doesn't give a fuck about Port. I'm none of us do really yeah they're only a fucking 20 year old franchise i mean who gives a shit <laughs> anyone else want to add to that i don't think he will i think he's looking for somewhere but it's probably not going to be the puff it starts with a c and ends in an n well uh, apparently <laughs> bolton's got the job
job now and that's confirmed yeah. so we'll watch this space i guess i can't wait to see how long it takes for Carl to wipe the smile off brendan bolton's face about two weeks yeah i, I hope he doesn't because he's too nice of a guy and obviously whoever <laughs> is the carlton coach unless it's a big name like ross lyon unless they land a big name like that well they landed a big name last time and how'd that go <laughs> Well, they still made the finals one year, and whoever takes over the Carlton job won't be there next time they play finals because it's like a five-year minimum rebuild required. Yeah, and Carlton don't have the patience. So, do you reckon um, Bolton's got, you know, he's got Clarkson's height, he's going to have Clarkson's temperament by about game six, make game one preseason. He'll reach Clarkson level by week four. He'll be at, at Morg's levels by week six, and then teach at week eight. <laughs> yes, I don't even punch balls. This one's from Pork Dofor. If you had to bite one player in the AFL, who would it be and why? Obviously, Cyril Rioli, because he's delicious. <laughs> No, he said bite, not nibble. It still tastes good. No, 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 no. We can pay that because if you bite them, it's all about how it tastes. Who else wants to go? I leave Brent Harvey because he's nice and fun-sized. No, he said bite, not swallow. And his companion starts running after you with a baseball bat. You'd bite Steve Johnson because he's been a bit of a cunt. (laughs) Teach eating his own. Um, Morgs? Yeah, I'd bite Bernie. Uh, Jack Watts. You and Bernie? Jesus. Why Jack Watts? Because he's probably the most, the closest thing to a female footballer in the competition. But Nat Pipes there. <laughs> Not yet. And? Um, can I pass? Bonte uh, You have can to pass. pick someone. Yeah, you I don't want to pick someone. Pick them on. No, I'm not a sheep. I'm not going to bite anyone. There you go. Okay. Well, I'm going to say you are what you eat. So on the basis of that, I'm going to bite Tom Hawkins because he would taste like donuts. <laughs> And fried chicken. <laughs> and chocolate and everything nice. Yeah, but then you'd feel like sick afterwards with sore guts now, you know. It's like after eating McDonald's and, oh, what do I eat that? <laughs> you might need to be drunk before you have a nibble at Tom Hawkins. I'd get in your way and I'd smash your fucking head. <laughs> you want the first bite, don't you? Of no. The, of the special area? <laughs> Penal, who did you say you'd bite? I went with Cyril. So you would have to bring a, a bowl and some milk, wouldn't you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's three weeks ago, was it? And finally, this one's from Hoofus, and this one's for Morgs. Will it take the Bulldogs winning a prelim for Morgs to finally come around to them? And when do you finally decide to stop the hatred and embrace the positivity that their club is bringing to the league? Never. I'm with you there, Morgs. I want to be hated. It's Harden the fuck up, Hoofus. It's got nothing to do with whatever, them playing boring football or them being terrible at football. It's nothing to do with that. It's because they ignored you. No, yeah, it's because they ignored me and I felt like they should have tried harder and I just felt sad. No, I'd want them to be better. I want them to be competitive. I want them to be treated like everybody else. So I'm not going to baby them. I'm not going to pat them on the head and tell them that everything will be okay. Harden but not up. not everybody does that. Hard, yes, you do. You all do it. Ant agrees. You need <laughs> yep, to harden well. up and you need to be treated like everybody else. But there's one big issue with this hypothetical. It's implying that the doggies will win a prelim. And it's not going to happen. Oh, here we go. St Kilda supporter. We're finishing seconds better than finishing first. <laughs> hey, Pugger says that's success. So much well, yeah, that's the reason why they're better than the Bulldogs because they've finished second. <laughs> Let's move on to this week on the Bay. Thread of the week. I'm going to straight out nominate Benoit's thread of the 400 game detectives. I thought that was great and it was stiff not to get nominated last week. It's just that I don't think anyone saw it till after we'd recorded. So. 
I agree with you, Bumpers. Any others? There was a really good thread on the main board. I know we're sort of fighting for second now. Is um, there's a thread about Jimmy Bartell and eggs. I don't know if anyone saw it. <laughs> You'd know about that. Were you drawn to Jimmy Bartell or were you drawn to eggs? I was drawn to the eggs. Do you put <laughs> egg in the search engine and just click OK? No, it, it, was a, it was a top thread uh, top thread of the night, I think. And it was like, oh, okay. Jim, Jimmy Bartell is a cracked and broken eggshell of his former self. And it was just full of <laughs> egg analogies. So, you know, it's basically a bunch of Dan Eliases just going at it. Uh, it sounds excellent. It sounds like the Dane Swan is a giraffe. That was such a weird thread, but it was awesome. Got nominated for Thread of the Year, too, I mean, didn't well, it? It sounds like you can get fucked because it's a main board thread and it's not on base. We gave but, it to the yeah. power rankings yeah. like three yeah. times. We can give main board stuff credit. No, fuck off. <laughs> Calm down, Teach. You know? Yeah, okay, that main board thread, whatever it is, gets my vote. You're going to have to oh, move it over. Put on your morgues, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he goes for more. I can't swear it hurt. <laughs> I'll go for Boomer yeah. and Fletch. He just has to win. Darndest Things was very good, though, this week. Any other noms? Yeah, Yudaki's beautiful thread today. <laughs> About crossing the names out. Oh, no, yeah, I really liked the crossing the names out thread, which I'm now an editor of. <laughs> that was a good thread. And um, he's read about Digoey being nominated for the Rising Star. Brilliant. Uh, he's the next Reese Palmer. So are we going to give it to Benoit? Yes. Yeah, yep. Give it to Benoit. Yes. I think Benoit. Yeah, that was, that's, vintage, that's vintage and quill yeah, in the I waiting. Think it def- as, as somebody who does have a quill, I think it definitely deserves one. <laughs> Honourable mention also to Caddy UK's Bay 13 Bravery Awards thread. Flog of the week. Who do we want to go with? Fucking Brett. Fucking Brett. Oh, yes. I mean, but that guy was just becoming tolerable. Then he cancelled his account. Then he came back full retard again. No, it's funny. It's funny. He's already gone straight for the necro bumping. I mean, just now he's bumped the Travis. Is that the peanut with the the Jared Waite, Abby? Yeah. He, no, he's got he's Mystic Mac, but he's Higgins to wait, Yeah. I don't endorse these morons that support the same team as I do. Just so no, you, you can't because everyone's got them. I've got Tiger Boys and Jades, and you just can't back them. No. It's just you run away from them. And Morgs has the turnip, so I have the turnip. I'm very much being brought down by him. He's a tear. You just post. fucking white knight all the North supporters, Morgs. I do over not. The last couple of Hey, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to vote for uh, King Bond there, clone. Oh, King Bond. Oh, my God. He's a fucking gigantic fuck Yeah, he's guy. so brave to hack people over on the dog's board, too. massive dickhead. Some people just don't understand any form of comedy or banter or that shit. He's one of them. He's like, oh, but you took it seriously. <laughs> <laughs> just, just doesn't understand shit. There's nothing quite like someone who doesn't get the bay posting on the bay whilst not getting the bay and digging the hole. Deeper, deeper, well, and deeper. Maybe we should send <laughs> Jared Ruffhead around to his house. <laughs> you <laughs> full roast. Goo, if you're listening. We need you, Goo. But also, he tagged in your donor Jack in his own in the team board. I mean, come the fuck on. Yeah, is it Brett King Bond or Must, fucking who also say Jose Mourinho got a bit multi this week in some threads? Nah, he just did. He just did. <laughs> I love how it teach just started, thinks that some people are beyond it. Like <laughs> he's just got this category of posters that not nah, they can't be nominated for nothing. <laughs> no, nah, Jose, no, Dub, no. Shut up, but, teach. But, well, but ho- fucking ho- turn Jose, it, him in the head. Give it to him. <laughs> give it to fucking Brett and move on. Yeah, Brett. <laughs> How about no. we give it to Teach? I give it to Teach because you think that people are beyond this. People's behaviour changes. You may think that they're your friends and you like them. Bad luck. Teach vlog of the week that week he didn't. He, he fell asleep, didn't we? The, the week that he ate was AWOL. You're not my <laughs> fucking friends. Well, stop white knighting everybody. They deserve it. Teach, you're only allowed to white knight me. 
<laughs> and matchrocks. And paddles. And speaking of Flog of the Week, last week we couldn't decide it, so we threw it open to a poll, and the results were overwhelming. 6.7% said Northern Lights. Yay. Only 10% said LW. 13.3% said Jack Watts wishes he could get flogged by horses, but the overwhelming landslide winner was 70% was Bucks Boy slash Turnip. So he's finally won Why it. are we surprised? Oh, you're all a bunch of sheeple. Pretty convincing, I would have thought, unlike Collingwood. Let's move on to next week's games. Hawthorne versus the Puffers at Eddie Had. Hawthorne game at Eddie Had. Do we give the Puffers any hope, considering it's played in No. Chance in hell. No. Hawks no. Next. No. Hawthorne. No way. Hawthorne by plenty. Collingwood versus Richmond the next day at the MCG. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say bravery is going to turn into victory and... Collingwood going to win. Yay! No brave result for Collingwood this week. We'll be in by about seven goals. As, as uh, much as I really want Richmond to lose and finish ninth, they're not going to slip up this week. I think if they were going to slip up, it would have been last week against the old banana skin in the sun. So Richmond are going to win pretty easily. I'll say Richmond in the close one, 10 points. I'm tipping a draw. Ooh. Again? Dan does this once every three weeks. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Richmond. Well, I'm bound to get one right soon, enough. You didn't get West Coast Gold Coast. No, if you throw enough darts. Yeah, I'm going with Collingwood. Giants versus the Cole is spotless. This one's interesting because they both have growing injury lists, but the Swans have a star-studded injury list. If Franklin doesn't play this week, going with the Giants. I echo that sentiment. Franklin plays, they win. If not, I think the lack of Davis won't matter and the Giants might just roll them. I reckon GWS are running out of gas, and so uh, Sydney. I'm going for Sydney, but only just. But again, I... I agree with fucking and then the Giants will be too strong, I think, with Parker and probably Franklin out. I'm gonna go with Sydney. I'm gonna go GWS. No, I noticed that everyone who mathematically has a top four chance has all picked the Giants because everyone needs that. Well, except uh, the dogs. Dogs levels. don't need it unless you lose. I, I, I didn't. I, I, are, we not, are we not mathematically top four material? That is true. No, you're not mathematically top eight. You're brave. But you're mathematically um, ninth material. We are Wifey, mathematically top ankle. eight. <laughs> We're going to finish ahead of Sydney, I'd imagine, anyway. So just mainly the dogs and Richmond would be interested in this. Yeah, and North too. North is still in that hunt, just. Well, they got a pretty soft draw, North. No, they got free. That's the other thing I've been hearing they got the dogs, Richmond weeks. to go. North soft draw. <laughs> Where's this come from? Uh, why are you so angry? Soft. <laughs> I knew Dan, I don't that. understand why you're so angry. Maybe you, you should realize sw- maybe you should the swear more. We were given was in accordance to where we finished last year. It hasn't been easy by any means. You're in your easy part of the draw. We all have them. Collingwood was in the first. Yes. Okay. Ha ha ha. Yes. Ours was at the start. That's why we don't win any games now. Thank you. So, so what? Um, Morgs is trying to say is Dan is you're being brave. Yes, and winning. Brave and winning, Dan. Well done. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a hole in my laptop. <laughs> Don't throw the iPad down. What the fuck? He's not Zeus. <laughs> I'll just get it replaced for a dollar. <laughs> Gold Coast versus Essendon. Gold Coast by 10 plus goals. Gold Coast. Um, I don't think Gold Coast still to win by 10 goals. Essendon to win because Hurt will be gone. Gold Coast to break their biggest ever win record. Yeah, Gold Coast. you got to go with the Gold Coast. Essendon are fucked. Saints versus the Cats. Eddie had. Saints are winning. Eddie had. If it was in that shithole country redneck town, I'd tip Geelong, but not indoors. I'm um, tipping the Cats. Yeah, I'll go Geelong, just. I will go for St Kilda because we have had a fantastic record at Eddie had Stadium on Saturday nights. So by logically going by that, we have to win. Check the weather report and the day of the week, the moon. Yeah, but it's not as good as Adelaide's record, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> well, as we saw on the weekend. We'll be cold, Teach. Teach? Yeah, teach falling asleep. Alright, fuck it. Adelaide versus Brisbane. Hang on. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs>
Ant hasn't tipped, and neither of you, Starburns. <laughs> he's, Starburns he's, did. He did it right at the start. He's, start, he's yeah. figured you guys out. He's, he's like, <laughs> right, he's like, he's like writ, written all the names down and fucking putting a tick next to him once they tip. Like, you have a tip. If Teach doesn't want to tip, we'll just go to Adelaide. Damn Brisbane, it, Cookson. Right? Don't Cats. say we. You'll get fucking confused. Win. No, St Kilda. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to go with my clone and say St Kilda. Get fucked, you <laughs> uh, Adelaide versus the Bryans. Uh, does anyone give the Bryans a hope? No. 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 Sorry, battles. One whatsoever. Pros by 10 goals, the uh, stick will just keep bouncing up. And they'll put that percentage gap well and truly beyond catching for the Cats. North versus Frio at Eddie had. Well, I'm not buying that North haven't been that good in recent weeks. I think they're playing well enough to beat Fremantle at the moment. But yeah. that says more about Fremantle than North, to be honest. Well, yes, it does, but still, Fremantle are still a top six team, roughly seven. This is one of those games where North Melbourne will just come out and play the perfect football and win. So, North. North pretty easily as well, I think. I'm going to buck the trend and say Frio to ski all over them. And they still won't get over 100 points. No, but they'll (laughs) win by almost 100. This would be a good game, but... um... What, they're going to be locked in the change rooms for the whole match, are they? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with North. <laughs> I'm gonna go with North. I'm going to this game. It better be bloody good. Carlton's last chance to avoid the spoon against Melbourne. And reading the form line on this, I have no fucking idea. But I'm gonna pick Melbourne just because Carlton are that bad. And the Dogs are a much better team than Hogan to fucking tear Carlton a new arsehole and kick eight. So Melbourne. That one quarter when we were locked in the change rooms, Melbourne looked bloody good playing against themselves. So um, playing I'm, with themselves. I'm, on that form, I'm gonna say Melbourne gonna absolutely destroy Carlton. I agree with Starburns. I think it's just going to be Hogan versus Carlton. and that like Cookson. Oh, now I'm confusing Cookson with everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, Ho- Ho- Hogan to get it done just because they, he's got that individual brilliance that Carlton doesn't have. That the rising star potential. For the teams that just couldn't give a shit at this time of the year. Whichever side, shield. less CBFs on the day will, will win. I think that's Melbourne. Okay, I'll go with Melbourne. Oh, now you let me go last, you pricks. Oh, we thought <laughs> you were go whenever you want, Teach. <laughs> Melbourne. Match of the round, West Coast versus the Doggies. Teach, you business. can go first. <laughs> oh, where's this, where, where's this been played? Subiaco. No, tip West Coast. The soggy oh, stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. Gonna have to go with the West Coast. Eagles. I'm going to tip the Dogs because I reckon the Eagles will be battered and bruised a little bit. They'll have some injuries. They'll have some suspensions out of the uh, derby yesterday. So they'll just have the one for the, biting. They're ready for the taking, I reckon. Does and the Dogs will... come back this week? Don't well, it doesn't uh, matter. I mean, yes, I believe he does. We beat them in round one. We're going to beat them in round 23. Yeah, I, I, I reckon the Dogs, yeah. We're going to do it comfortably. Bookmark it. There you I go. I think I might, I might tip West Coast. Shocking. Oh. I'm on West Coast, I think. Yeah, Nick Nat coming back, presumably. The Dogs have been playing some soft opponents. West Coast have played a good one, so they're probably more battle-hardened at the moment. And it's You'll outdoors. have to play Minson this week if, if he comes back. He'll have 100 hit-outs by the end of the game. Tom Campbell's actually been playing. We haven't been playing that dud Ace Cordy. He's actually a, a decent tap ruckman, so, so I don't see the Ace Cordyism happening this round. And apparently, um, how about this? A uh, Northern State team has offered Ace Cordy 450k contract. Oh, that'd have to be Brisbane. It's either Brisbane or um, Gold Coast since um, no, Chris is, that, is that technically adding to their midfield again? <laughs> That's such a Brisbane 200, thing to do. A 203, yeah. Well, it, didn't his, 
Justin Cordy or whatever his name go to Gold Coast as like a coach or something? Oh, this is the, dad, yeah. right? No relation, but yeah. Oh, no relation. Like, how many fucking people named Cordy can there be at your club? I knew, I knew Footscray was fucking inbred capital, but I didn't think it was that bad. Well, we've got two inbred capital. Zane and your club plays Zane in Tasmania. Yeah. We, we, we've got the Cordys from A to Z, basically. <laughs> Oh, very good. All right, this was the Flogcast for round 21 Starburns, joined by Teach. Aloha. Morgs. Farewell, Flogs. Cookson. If you can hear all the static, it's an alien invasion, just FYI. Penal. See ya. Ant. See ya. And Dan. See ya. Wait, was that Dan? No, it wasn't. No. no. No, we'll just go with that. That's I mean, fine. he hasn't had the echo we, you know, selfie in the dunny sound to him. Yeah. Special thanks also to Hadouken and Paddles for their cameo appearances, and thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.